0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Ride the Wave Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Miller. Let's dive in. What is up, you guys? So today is Super Bowl Sunday. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be a little bit dated, but I already I already recorded and am editing this week's episode, and I'm only doing like one episode a week, and I feel like recording right now, so it's just happening. It is what it is, okay? Okay. Just wanted to clear that up because I wanted to say, like, go Bengals! I don't even watch, I don't know any, I don't watch any sports. I didn't even know that the Bengals were in the Super Bowl until maybe a week or two ago. And I definitely watched them play. I was at a bar the day after my birthday, and it was a really big game, and I knew that the Bengals won. And that was it. But I didn't know that that meant that they were going to the Super Bowl. I had no idea, but I was like, yeah, go team. Why I'm from Ohio. So like naturally you root for the team of your state. No? No. I think that's a thing, honestly. So if you don't know me, I was born and raised in northern Ohio. So I think like by default, I was I was a Browns fan, but I have to preface that that by saying I did not grow up in a sports family. I we didn't I can think of literally one time that we watched a Super Bowl at my house. <laughs> And that's fine, you know, like that's just how the cookie crumbled for me and like it, whatever. But yeah, don't know anything about sports, but you know, I just root for any Ohio team really just by default. So yeah, go Bengals. The games, they're on the second half right now. So we'll know. Hey, we might know by the end of this episode if they won or not. That's a little crazy. Okay, anyway. So I really wanted to record a episode right now because I'm home alone, and that's the only time I feel comfortable recording at the moment. Uh, My roommates are great; I love them so much. It would not be weird at all if I recorded while they were home. It's just like a subconscious, self conscious thing. Even when I like have made TikToks or any type of content, like oh oh, when I'd make YouTube videos in college or yeah, in college, I could not make them when when my roommates were home i just get self-conscious even when i lived at home at my with my dad for a year when i would make tiktoks like i i would have died if he heard me (laughs) heard me making them like how crazy is that it's funny that i get so self-conscious of people like listening to me as i record anything but 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 then I literally am posting it everywhere and I want everybody to watch or see it or hear it, whatever it may be. I have zero things written down for today's episode. I just felt inspired to talk. A, I want to talk about my weekend. I have some stories and I kind of think it's funny that this podcast is low-key going to turn into like a, here's my little tell-all, my little, my little version of, what like reality tv but podcast. So, this is where you can find out the tea about my life <laughs> on the pod, you know? But I'll be like, all oh, these bitches want to like talk about me and know about what I'm doing. Okay, listen to my podcast. Download my podcast. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't think there's any people that are like trying to know anything about me, but if there are, you've come to the right place. <laughs> I'm going to tell you everything you want to know, okay? All right. So, yeah, anyway, I'm going to tell you some stories from the weekend, and then I felt inspired because this this well-known influential woman came into the restaurant I work at today, and then I creeped on her, and I just felt inspired to talk about what was on my mind um, after creeping on her. Okay, last thing I'm going to say real quick, I got to add this in right before I just dive into the rest of the episode, but, you know, like I said... Currently, it is Super Bowl Sunday, and you know what the real you know what the real Super Bowl is that everyone's posting about too—the euphoria, Maddie versus Cassie Super Bowl. Whoa, 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 whoa! My friends and I were talking about it all day. Like we were like, "Who are you rooting for?" And some <laughs> some of them were like, "Oh, Cassie for sure." Some were like, "Fuck, what the fuck? Obviously, Maddie." Like I honestly am Team Maddie right now, <gasps> and I. I have always, like, been a Cassie stan, but this season, I'm like, no, you got me fucked up, dude. And, like, Maddie hasn't done anything wrong. She hasn't done anything to deserve this, truly. And and just the fact that, okay, I lost, like, all respect for Cassie when she lied to Maddie's face after Rue. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, after Rue called her out. In that moment, Cassie should have caved, and she just kept it going. And the fact that she was like, you're going to listen to her? She's a drug addict. Like, are you kidding? Like, deflect, deflect, deflect. That is not the way. Um, I didn't like it a bit, and I'm very excited to see what Maddie does. And it's funny because it's like, while we all think that Maddie's about to beat Cassie's ass, I could see Maddie literally just looking at her and being like, you're done. We're done. That's all. And, like, just straight up being the bigger bigger person. And also, like, telling everybody about it. I don't really know if Maddie's going to lay a hand on her. You know? It's also 9.34 on Sunday. So the episode is already out. People are watching. And I'm not people because I watch it with my boyfriend. So I'm waiting for the game to be over. And then we'll watch it together. Okay. Okay. So in the meantime, (laughs) distract myself. Let's get into this podcast, all right? Let's dive in. I keep calling like episodes just podcasts in general. (laughs) I am such a little weenie. Okay. So, what did I do this weekend? I had a lot of fun. So, actually, this whole weekend, I I only went out Saturday. But like I worked all morning and afternoon Saturday. And then uh right when I was getting off work, my roommate texts me. She's like or us, and she's like, hey, like Basically, some of the group was going to be going out starting now when the the sun was still up. And I was like, oh shit, that is my favorite time to drink. So, got off work, ran home, grabbed my other roommate, and then we met people out. And the sun was still up, and we're at this bar. We walk in, (laughs) and I walk up to the bar, and I looked at him because the sun was still up. So, like, just, I just... Was wondering if there was still happy hour deals going on. I don't. I don't know. And so I go, "Y'all got any deals?" He goes, "Deals? I don't know. Just wondering. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Worth a shot." So he's like, "Huh?" I'm like, "Never mind." So I'm like, "Okay. I'd like this drink, this drink, and then some shots." I asked for three lemon drop shots. He does that. He does that. He gives me three lemon drop shots, and then goes. Uh, here's the shaker. There's still a lot left in it. Just keep pouring. Uh, what? I don't even think in my college town the bartender ever just handed me a shaker that they overfilled. What? And I was a bartender in college. Like, you don't purposely... Okay, pause. (laughs) Okay, so we take our three shots and... I'm I'm pouring a little more in. I'm thinking we're going to get like half a shot glass worth for the second pour, right? No, full. And then I'm like there's still a lot in here. <laughs> so I pour again Th- three more like full shots. So we each got three rounds of a shot. We got three shots each, okay? And I only paid for one shot each of three. Ugh, words are so hard. Sorry. I don't know what I'm saying. I hope that this is making sense. Paid for three, got nine. Crazy, right? What I was trying to say about like my bartending experience is that like when you when you're making shots, like okay, sure, or a drink, sure you can like have a little bit extra, but if you have six more shots worth, like that was not an accident. <laughs> like that was not an accident. So so um everybody was like, all right, from now on, Mimi is going up to the bar, and that's that. <laughs> So, anyway, that, that was a really good way to start off the night, and that bartender was a G. Definitely tipped him well. Tip your bartenders. Tip your servers, okay? Okay. Then we did a little pregame, dancey dance, game time. Hee-hee. We go back out. Basically, we pregame, and then we left the apartment. We went somewhere, I forget, and we passed this little dumpling shop, and I was like, oh, that, I want to go in there. And I'm, like, drunk by this point. I'm, like, I want some dumplings. Mm." But, you know, I was, like, I got to stay with the group. I got to stay with the group. We went somewhere. I don't know. And then we passed the dumpling place again. And I was, like, I will be going in here to grab dumplings. And I will meet you guys wherever you are when when they're done. Um, they were supposed to just go back to the apartment but while I was at the dumpling place they just went to a bar and it's not like it was that far like the basically it wasn't that big of a deal that they went to the bar instead of the apartment like that wasn't a big deal but I'm just a idiot and I literally was walking in circles like when I finally got to the bar I realized that I like like. I went down like three extra avenues and blocks like I don't even know what I was doing and I was definitely looking at the GPS I think I was just super distracted by literally everybody on the streets and and I don't know what I I don't know um because it's funny because it's like I wasn't listening to music I wasn't on the phone like how did I get so lost couldn't tell you but anyway I got my little dumplings and I show up to the club it wasn't a club, it was a bar. Like, I, I've been there in the daylight. <laughs> the club. No. Everybody's standing and it's crowded. So, I get there. And the bouncer, he goes, what's in the bag? And just imagine me, like, I had been walking for far too long. I'm kind of cold. Like, my face is probably red. And I'm clench, like, firmly grasping this brown bag <laughs> in my left hand. And I pull up to the door. And he goes, what's in the bag? And I'm like, "Uh." Oh. I go dumplings. He goes, you're not gonna eat those in here, right? I go, Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> and he's like, okay, fine, you can go. in. like, I probably looked so helpless, like, please let me in. <laughs> so he lets me in. I find my friends, and what do I do? Immediately open them. I go, oh my fucking god, because we got like an area at a, like a table. So it's like I'm definitely eating these dumplings. Sorry, bouncer, uh, the doorman, like. <laughs> fucked up right like I should have just kept my words anyway so where I fucked up is I had my camera and I'm like this just is so great I got excited about them so I wanted to take a flash photo (laughs) on my film camera so I did I did that and I think the flash maybe like made people look because you know it was a dark bar and my fucking flash camera goes off, and immediately, immediately, like a second later, uh, a bouncer comes up to me, he goes, you can't eat those in here, and I go, oh, okay, my bad, thank god he was nice, it could have ended worse, where he was like, I need to take those from you right now, but I was just kind of like, okay, and I literally put the lid on, and put them back in the bag, because I'm a pussy, I... <laughs> I don't want this smoke I don't want any heat ever so the the fact that I even ate them in the first place like that's that's stretching a little for me I am a rule follower through and through so anyway put them back in their nasty brown bag so <laughs> I'm standing there and I realize that the bag is like leaking and I'm like oh no I'm like oh my god this soy sauce definitely is leaking because like I had opened the soy sauce to eat that first that one dumpling I got to put in my mouth. <sighs> I don't know if I just didn't put the lid back on the soy sauce thing. I probably didn't, cause I'm an idiot. But anyway, it was leaking, and then blah blah blah. And then immediately, I look at my roommates. I go, "I would thoroughly enjoy going home right now." And they go, "Me too." And there's this um, pizza place um, literally next door to us. And we were like, let's go to that pizza place because we know they have great slices at night. And we were like, hell yeah, let's get it. So my roommates and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all, we all went home, got a little pizza and then we just chilled on the couch. And then my one roommate's boyfriend came over and joined us and, you know, had a little powwow. Yeah, just like a fun time. Ugh, you know, when you sit cross-legged for too long and your hips start to hurt. Oh, I'd also like to share that, like, I don't have any Bengals gear, but I do have Skyline Chili gear. <laughs> now, I want to dive into the conversation that you can have, like, multiple careers and interests and goals, like, throughout your lifetime. I think just traditionally growing up, you feel like You know, people say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're like, oh, a doctor. Okay. So then your whole life, you're going to work towards being a doctor. And then you're going to be a doctor until retirement. And that's it. Like, that's all you are. And that's all your work will ever be. And while that's fine, I feel like if you're in STEM, that kind of STEM law or maybe education, I feel like that... That is how it is um, because, you know, it takes a lot of time to get to where you need to be at, like, a really high level, and then, like, once you get there and work your ass off, it's kind of like, well, why why, why quit now? But I feel like in more creative fields, you can burn out quickly, and also it's, it's hard to, like, differentiate, like, your passion with, like, work, and then, like, so you don't want passion to feel like work my point is that I feel like a lot of the times like figuring out what you want to do with your life feels literally so dramatic and scary because we feel like that's it like once you choose your life path like there's no other direction for you but that's just not true like you can you can go on any path you want at any time of your life and you know, my mom, like, she's definitely an inspiration of mine, like, because she's definitely done this. She's done hella different things, and she's, I was going to say her age, kill me. <laughs> um, she just, she just graduated from medical school, and so she's a doctor, and, you know, she's on that path now. Like, it's crazy. If you hear this little crackling, it is my heater. <laughs> oh my god, it sounds so scary. So I'm a server in New York City, and I've come across a couple of famous people here and there, or well-known, influential people, whatever. It can feel intimidating not just to see, like, a, a well-known person that's doing great in their life and career, but because it's like, damn, I'm here being a server, and they're there doing this, like, I'll never get there, um... But this one woman comes in today, didn't recognize her. But then this girl comes up to her, like a girl that was sitting at a different table walks up to this woman. And I'm just going to like share who it was because she has 830, she's 829,000 followers on Instagram. Like you guys may know who she is. So I might as well just share. This girl walks up to this woman. She goes, are you Athena Calderon? She goes, yes, I am. And the girl was like, I am. I am an interior designer and I look look up to your work and I just want to say, like, keep doing amazing things like Illy. And Athena was like, wow, like, thank you so much. And like asked what her name was. It was being very kind. And it was just a really sweet encounter. My heater is ruining, ruining the vibe. So naturally, my coworkers and I overhear that like, oh, this girl is well known. So when she left, we, we Googled her. <laughs> and then we found her Instagram. So then I creeped on her more when I got home. And she posted something that that hit home. So she posted her Instagram story and it said, In nineteen ninety seven I walked into spy bar in Soho for a cocktail waitress job and met the ever graceful penny anyway she it was a birthday post but that first sentence is what like rocked me she said i walked into this bar for a cocktail waitress job and then i look at where she is now and that makes me feel so much better and it makes me realize that like okay i am a server right now but that's not how it has to be my whole life that's not like what i'm destined for and like Hey, if you want to be a server your whole life, hella go for it. Like it's an admirable profession. I just know that it's not something I want to do my whole life. Um, but if it is something that you want to do, hey, more power to you. Truly, but sometimes I feel like not sometimes, definitely, people in the service industry can be like looked down upon. I've felt it like since I became a server when I turned nineteen. Um, people look down on you and it's kind of like okay (laughs) not everybody obviously but there are plenty of people that do so seeing that this woman was once in my shoes and now she's an author interior designer culinary storyteller and an entertaining expert I I don't know it just it just gives me hope and it reminds me that like you can literally go down any path that you choose and you can find success in anything that interests you. It's inspiring to know that you can just like keep evolving and growing as your interests change throughout the years. You don't have to just stick to the one thing that you, that you, <laughs> you don't have to stick to your college major your whole life. I don't know. It made me feel better <laughs> because like, hey, let's talk college majors right now. Like I, <laughs> i don't ever think i was truly passionate about journalism i like storytelling i like i love interviewing people but the act of like working for a newspaper i was just kind of like i don't think that this is it but you know there are parts of journalism that i fucking adore i love but oftentimes i found myself being like is this what i want to do my whole life And then I'm like, is there anything that I really want to do my whole life? I don't know. Maybe act. I think I would be amazing acting my whole life. (laughs) But like, you know, I'd love to do interior. Actually, I'd be a shitty interior designer. (laughs) But let's just say, you know, I'd love to do like interior design for, you know, friends' homes. I would love to do like event planning for fucking Super Bowl parties, you know, like our event planning for a little like baby showers, little like get together type events. I would love to be a book editor or work at a publishing company. I would love to model. <laughs> like there are so many things that interest me that I could, I can see myself doing. And that has given me anxiety in the past because it's like, fuck, I need to choose one, one and stick with it. But you don't have to just choose one. And you don't have to, like, if you if you start at a place that you don't love, so for me, my whole, like, starting point is being a server. If you're at a place right now with your career that you don't love, just know, like, there's only, you You can only go up from there. Just keep evolving and keep wanting more for yourself. And then, you know, I, I was gonna say hopefully, but I just really feel like I believe that these great things can come to you in time, but don't be too hard on yourself because like you're at the starting point of your life and career. I've had to take many steps back and like look at the bigger picture within the past like two years, because I was like so anxious about the fact that I was 23, then I was 24 and now I'm 25. And like my anxiety has gone down actually because because it was so high when I was, like, 23, I was like, fuck me, like, I'm gonna be 25 soon, I don't know a lick of what I'm doing, like, I don't, I don't even know if I want to do what I majored in in college, like, I'm a mess, like, I just wasted all this time, I just took out all these loans, and for what, you know, a piece of paper, I'm glad I went to college, I'm glad I got a degree, you know, but the anxiety, like, was just so heavy, but once I stepped back and looked at the bigger picture and just kind of thought about the fact that, like, I have so much time ahead of me. It just made me feel better. So Athena, the woman that I've been referencing, like in 20 something years, she totally did like, she just evolved, she leveled up and she she's done so many things that like have brought her joy. and I just I just feel so inspired by her. She It looks like she has a podcast as well. Like I said, she has interior design. She, uh, I feel like this woman does it all and I think it's just so cool because it's like I want to do it all I've always felt like I needed to limit myself and just kind of like having inspirations people that you can look up to that (laughs) it's so amazing being able to have people that you can look up to that have done the things that you want to do because it's just like it's possible this woman is who I want to be I just sorry I'm literally just sitting here scrolling yes, Athena. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I stand this woman. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So maybe you cannot relate to Athena or myself at all when it comes to like, you know, these types of passions, but hopefully you can find somebody that you can relate to because I think it's nice to have, have that inspiration in your life, have people to look up to because I feel like it makes wanting more for yourself less jarring. It's less scary in my opinion when you see somebody who's older, I say older and wiser, not necessarily wiser, but maybe somebody who's older and has done the things that you aspire to do. It's motivational too. It's like, damn, they did it. Then that means I can do it. You know, of course there could be outside resources that maybe have helped these people get to where they are that like, let's just say like financial support, you know, that helps so much and, you know, good for them. Um, you know, maybe you aren't in that same position, but I still think that you can still succeed. You know, maybe, you know, don't, you don't come from the same background, but that doesn't put you at a horrible disadvantage um I don't want to end this on a negative note like that (laughs) but it's so hard for me to like say these things like you can do it they did it so you can do it but I automatically think about like okay well were they white and come from a wealthy family and grew up in New York City you know like (laughs) I don't fucking know I, I just automatically think about how people's backgrounds can help them in life and how also people's backgrounds could not help them at all. (sighs) A crazy life that we lead, people. All right, (laughs) let me stop being fucking depressing. Oh my God. All right, I do my skincare, put some tea tree cream oil on my disgusting pimples, and uh, call a night. Oh, and watch Euphoria. We gotta see who wins. Team Maddie or Team Cassie? Team Maddie? Team Cassie? (sighs) Oh my God, I'm so excited. All right. That is all. If you want to follow me on any social media, my Instagram is Mimi underscore Miller. My Twitter is underscore Me underscore. And my TikTok is Mimi underscore underscore Miller. Will it ever not be confusing? The answer is no. (laughs) Okay. That is, it's time for me to go. Okay, okay, Illy. And uh, see you next time. Bye.